You're listening to a DM podcast. Just a quick warning, this podcast series contains discussions about crime, trauma, sexual abuse, drug use and suicide. Listener discretion is advised. I used to rob banks in the 80s and 90s and did 23 years in prison in three different states. It took 30 years to talk about the sexual abuse that happened to me and the spiral into crime, addiction and depression that all occurred as a result. Now, having turned my life around, I talk openly to inspirational people about trauma, survival, transformation, and hope. I am Russell Manser, and this is The Stick Up. Jackson Tippett, welcome to The Stick Up. Russ, thanks for having me on, brother. Finally got on. Finally on. It's been a process. But, mate, I've been following you for the last few years on, on social media, in particularly uh, Instagram, and you have which you have what would be a cult following. You have a big following, over 160,000 followers. Yeah. And your message is really positive and, and it's productive and, and you, you encourage people to be a better them, you know. Where does the need and want for that come to send that message? Yeah, that's a good question, brother. I think it comes from not getting the attention – when I was growing up myself, you know what I mean? Not, not having that, that love and that, that attention. And I was kind of left out as I have an older brother and he, he, he got more focus and more attention to me. And then that kind of led me into the whole route of actually wanting to just transform my body to get attention. And that's what led me down the steroid path was I wasn't getting the attention. So I had to look for it externally and I was just doing everything I could to look as good as I can to try and press other people to get that attention to, to me. But basically it was the wrong type of attention because it's, you know, it's like a validation. It's fake, fake attention. You know what I mean? And I was chasing it for years on social media. But I just know myself when I give back to someone or someone shows some respect to me through social media, it lightens your day, brother. Do you know what I mean? You just feel so good when someone reaches out and shows some support, says you're looking good, says your podcast is good. So when I get that little bit of attention now, I just want to give that back to as many people as I can. And I'm just trying my best to help as many people as I can because I know that so many people out there suffer and so many people out there don't have family, they don't have friends. So if I can go out and reach out to someone and make their day, that makes my day. So, Mate, you do it with style. I just want to – let's backtrack a bit. Let's talk about what was your life growing up? Like where were you born? What's your family makeup like? What You know, brothers and sisters, what's the deal? Yeah, just normal family, brother. Mum and dad, one brother, grew up on a farm in country Victoria. So I was just heavily active into sport. Raised just normal, do you know what I mean? Very healthy, strict, you know, wanted me to get good grades in school, all of that. Pretty much did the opposite of all of that. Yeah, it wasn't really until, nothing was different in life until high school. High yeah. school is when it all changed. And that was due to the circle I was hanging around with. That's where a lot of kids struggle. That's where a lot of the trouble start. 13, 14, yeah. would be fair to say, is where it sort of started. When you are mindful of how you look, how you're perceived, how you, um, where your place is in the community, how you get validated. And what were you seeking, mate? What were you seeking at that age? What were you looking for? I was lost. I didn't know myself and I just wanted to be popular. I mm. wanted to impress people. I wanted, you know, your typical guy, I wanted to impress girls. I wanted to 
have bigger biceps. Just I'm just being straight up, you know what I mean? I just wanted to fucking look good mm. and impress people. And that's all I chased for years, man. Years on end, that's all I chased. Nothing else. I, I've been through that state. I went, I've definitely suffered from body dysmorphia. What I've found when I do achieve that sort of stuff, I feel empty inside. Yeah, and that's what I felt. I had nothing for years, and I'm the happiest person I am now ever. But you know what I mean? There's so many people that they do it for the wrong reasons. Mm. And I feel like that's what we need to break into is that so many people, they do steroids for the wrong reasons. They do drugs for the wrong reasons. They hang around the wrong people for the wrong reasons. Mm. And if we can kind of give out some information, maybe help people not to go down that road mm. or the fact that, you know what I mean, it's not all about that, then that's I think that's the key to what I'm trying to get out in the message. Yeah. Let's talk about the gym. Let's talk about this pushing yourself in the gym. What Like often people, I can speak for myself, my own training was a, an escapism for trauma. 100%. It was, yeah. The reason I train is there's so many reasons behind it. Do you know what I mean? It's not just one. Yeah. There's the past, there's trauma, there's body image, there's mental health. Do you know what I mean? It's a, it's a big topic exercising right now. It's not just we're going into the gym to, to get a pump. You know what I mean? Mm. And exercise is probably the key to everyone's life listening right now. I think everyone should be doing it if mm. they're not. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm a big believer that exercise is the best treatment for depression. Yeah. Without a doubt, it's better than like a lot. I mean, I'm not going to give someone medical advice, but for me, if I don't train, I find that, you know, I, I slip into depression, I slip into anxiety, I, you know. What about yourself? 100%, man. Like I I woke up this morning and I, I – you know what I mean? I felt I felt rubbish, man. Yeah. Went to the gym, did my cardio, just instantly felt better. As mm. soon as I walked out, felt better. But what people need to realize is that so many people don't do it because it's hard to get in there. It's hard to do the work. But what you got to look at is you got to look at the, the end, the positive outcome is that you're always going to feel better after a session. You're always going to feel better after a walk, a run, whatever it is. And... It's like anything in life, you know, nothing good comes easy, like business, anything, relationships. You have to put in the work to have the benefit at the end. And I feel that's the same with exercise. 100%. What would you say to a 14-year-old boy that's struggling with body images at the moment? You know what I mean? Just be content with life. Just be happy within day to day. Don't look too far ahead. Don't look in the past because that's gone. Yeah. Just live life. Like I look back when I was a teenager kid and I was like, man, it's it's so easy. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like you, it's easy. You, you your parents your do everything. Your roof's over your head. All you have to do is attend school. Like it really was fucking easy. And I made it hard. I thought everything was going against me. Mm. Like I thought, oh, teachers were against me. My parents were against me. But when I look back at it, everyone was just trying to help me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And I think people just need to enjoy the now, especially as a kid growing up or a teenager. Just enjoy, chase your passion, but don't get too stuck into what other people are doing. That's where people go wrong. It's like f trying to fit into the crowd. You know how it is, like you get peer pressure to have your first drink, your mm. first cigarette, your first bit of weed. And if you can get out of that crowd and just do what you truly want to do, that's the sticking point to you either go down a dark road or you don't. Yeah. I think, you know, for me, it's always been, you know, if I could look back now, I didn't, don't follow the crowd. Mm. It's That's hard though. It's dangerous. But you know it's hard to break out of the crowd when 
you know yourself, like when you're in that crowd, you're popular, you got money, all of these things, and then you go, well, I'll break out of it. What if what if I lose all these friends? What if they start talking behind my back? Mm. Do you know what I mean? And that's why people, they're scared to break out. They're scared of what if, the unknown. What what do I do when I break out of this? You know what I mean? Mm. I'm at a stage, I'm a lot, lot older these days, but I'm at a stage now where I spend a lot of time on my own yeah. and I love it. That's for me, this is the happiest I've ever been spending time on my own and coming to like who I am. Yeah. And, you know, I'm the exact same. I used to have to rely on meeting up with someone. Um, like I'd go for a walk. I couldn't go for a walk by myself. Mm. I had to have attention. I had to have a girl there. I had mm. to do something. And it's so just placid and nice when you can just be content within your own space. Yeah. It's fucking – it's a hard thing to do, but it's just – It's taken years. It's so good, man. Like just to actually enjoy your own space and do what you want mm. and – it's something that everyone listening should um, really try, you know, work towards is loving yourself and just being content with yourself. We have this thing in Australia. We encourage people to love themselves, but when they do, we bag them. Yeah, I know. You know, when someone's got self-confidence, the haters come out. When someone says, you know, there's this thing, oh, oh mate, or that he's a lover or she's a lover or I, was, I done a post about it last night and it should be, it should be celebrated when people – love themselves and are content and like who they are, we we look down on it. You know why? Because that person that is looking down on them is not happy with their own life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're like, for example, I see Russ happy now and it's like majority of people, they go, well, Russ has come from, you know, prison, et cetera, and now he's, he's happy, he's living life, he's doing podcasts, he's helping people. Well, fuck that. I don't want to see him succeed, so I'm going to hate on him. And that's yeah. what majority of people do. Yeah. It's sad, brother. Like Well-rounded people, that well-rounded woman or man skipping down the road, clicking their heels as they run down, watching their kids play and walking a dog and in love with them, they don't just stop and say, hey, let's, let's have a hate break. Yeah. Let's go and hate on someone. It's an indicator. It's a progression. When people have a tendency of wanting to hate on someone, it's a projection of who and how they're feeling about themselves. I look at you. You're look. There's no doubt about you. You're a good-looking rooster, and you're and, not bad. Yeah. No. <laughs> no I'm just saying. I'm yeah. just. I'm just. I'm, I'm say that from a good place. You're a good-looking place. You, you do a lot of modelling. Yeah. Well, how do you find the expectation of the fashion industry? Like that's a tough industry, man. The expectation yeah. of you to look a certain way. Well, that that was literally what led me down the path of body image, body dysmorphia, steroids. Mm. Because when I started all that out, that's when my platform was growing. Mm. And I was comparing myself to these top-end fitness models, celebrities pretty much. Mm. I was comparing myself to the highest of highest. Mm. And I was like, fuck, if I don't look like that, like how am I going to – do you know what I mean? Like that's the standard. How am I going to get work? Yeah. So I was like, what can I physically do to enhance my look, to be at the top of the game like these other guys? Mm. So I was like – well, first of all, you know, like I, I need to change my body. I need to have that that physique that everyone wants. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So that's what brought the steroids in. And then it's so hard dealing with social media. You're scrolling, you know, every single day. We're on our phones all the time. And you know yourself, Instagram's a highlight reel. Mm. But I didn't realize that until now. So in the past, what I realized is that everyone I'm looking up to they don't even look like that in real life. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because you get to meet a lot of these people yeah. in person. You, you see yourself, like you, you look at girls and 
you can do anything with a filter with these days. Catfish. Fucking catfish. Like, I've met up with some of the hottest girls and I've seen them in real life and it's like, what even is this? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But it's just putting a bad perception on teenagers and people that are starting to grow up and they, they look up to all these role models, but they're not really role models. Do you mm. know what I mean? And that's why I'm trying to kind of steer away. I do want to be a role model, but I want to be a role model in the right way. Authentic. Yeah. yeah not not saying that you have to just just spitting facts, being real. Do you mm. know what I mean? So many people with a following, they're not they're not real. Yeah. They don't give out good information. And I think we need to help the society to to be better, to 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 love better, to to work together. You know what I mean? Well, part of your story, you, uh, and you know what I've been following, part of your story is when you start talking about your mental health issues, in particular depression, and to do so, you had to become vulnerable. How important was it for you to become vulnerable? Oh, probably the most important thing in my life. Do you mm. know what I mean? And mental health is, it, it is number one of what I want to talk about right now. Mm. And you know yourself, like, we all suffer those down dark days. Mm. I don't know how deep you want to go into it, but I tried to commit suicide three times back in the day mm. when I was uh, heavily taking steroids. Mm. And do you, do you think steroids played a part in that? I think they did because, first of all, it's a drug and it, it affects your chemical reaction. I know I was a different person when I was heavily on gear mm. than now. Not only that, I think there was just so much pressure on me internally and all of that to be the best that where was that pressure coming from? Was it coming from in, from yourself or from the fashion industry? Social media. Social. I was trying to compare myself to the best, and I wasn't at that standard, so I'd get down on myself. I'd beat but myself who says, to the ground. Who's the judge of you not being at that standard? Was it in your head, or was was it what you were being told by the people that you, th them other people that were in that standard? Was it a, was it a thing in your head, or was it something else? No, it was me. Me physically, I was like, well, if I don't you know, look the par of this person who mm. I'm looking up to, then fuck, I got to work harder. You know what I mean? Mm. And it was, I would just belt myself, Ben. I would literally, I didn't enjoy any of those seven years. Mm. Like I, I would inject steroids. I would punish myself in the gym. I would eat bland, boring food. I would do nothing with my parents. I would do nothing socially with friends. Everything was just about how good can I look? It's yeah. just straight up, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it led to the point where it got really dark, man, to the point where I didn't even know, like, there was, what even is life? Do you know what I mean? Mm. That's not even living. No balance, no balance. And then I started to suffer all the, the depression side of it because I wasn't happy with where I was going. So I was, you know, I was beating myself to the ground and I suffered some dark days, man, and I think it's just so important to speak about because... I know everyone out there right now is fucking they, – they suffer these days, man. Mm. And you said it greatly before is that it's only a bad 24 hours. Mm. And when when you really think about that, man, if I could take that back to those moments that I had the worst days and I wanted to commit suicide and I thought if I can just drive this out another 24 hours, you know, I've got a beautiful family, I've got years and years ahead of my life, to take my life at this second – that's a selfish act. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think there's more to life, and I think that's what we need to put out there. 100%. And, and I think I, I've been in that situation, suicidal, but I'll tell you what I do know about you know body dysmorphia. No matter how good you look in your head, like people could tell you how good you look, you're never, never happy. You're never satisfied, never. and you'll find fault in yourself, and that's part of the body dysmorphia 
layout is you're just always striving for perfection. And, you know, I'd talk to people that I'd say, oh, mate, you're looking good. And talk to the average bodybuilding. You go, you're looking good. Oh, I, I, could do this. I could do this better or this could look better. They're never – that's torture. Yeah. And see, that's why I think you life should not be related around your image. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And that's why I'm trying to relate it more around around how I treat people now. Mm. Because I find that so much more fucking powerful than, oh, yeah, he, you know, he looks good. He's fully yeah. inked. He's got nice teeth. Mm. Big deal. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, it's I nice like to take- It's really. And it really, like, I haven't met a bodybuilder. Like, I'm not bagging bodybuilders, but yeah. you, you've got you to demonstrate narcissistic traits. Hundred percent. Think about it. You got to de- demonstrate narcissistic traits to stay in it anyway. But um, you know, for me, I like I, you know, at fifty years old, I got best. I, my goal was to get the best physique I've ever had. And I got mm. to one hundred eleven kilos with six percent body fat. It was fucking torture. I hated every fucking minute of it. See, that's the thing though. Everyone does hate it when they're there, but yeah. they all do it. Yeah, yeah. It's like why? Yeah. Everyone gets on stage and competes. But they, I, I talk to all of them. They fucking hate the process. Yeah, yeah. And it's like there's no check at the end. Yeah. What What's everyone doing it for? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Ego. Ego to fit into the crowd. Yeah. Fuck that. Let's break out of the crowd and let's do our own thing. Yeah. And I think what we're trying to do, you know, speaking openly and doing stuff with mental health and just helping people, jumping on lives, I find that so much more yeah, powerful. Beautiful. Do you know what I mean? I base my life on being of service to others, and I never go without. My life's never been so good. Mm. Like when I give more than I take, I end up with the best life. But that's what people need to realise. We we grow up as kids wanting to, you know, it comes to Christmas, oh, what, what presents are we getting? What presents? Now it's like, what can I give back? Yeah. It's just such a different mentality and mindset mm. as you age and you mature. So Yeah, it is, it is a beautiful feeling, giving more than you're taking. I see a lot of the comments that you that you get from people. It's a different thing when you, you're giving someone some knowledge that's life-changing. Mm. I just, yeah, I'm just trying my best. And, you know, you always get those haters. You get yeah. them yourself. Yeah, I put one up. You know, you've seen that one that I put up with the. the let's tick- talk. Let's let's talk about this post you put up about. Can you just explain the rundown? Someone made a comment. and You responded. That what was the comment? So off the top of my head, it was um, you're you're a goose. I used to sell. So this is this is someone that I obviously used to buy drugs off of mm. steroids, and he's come to me. No no profile picture. You always yeah, know it's fact, like this. Yeah. You're a goose, mate. I used to sell drugs to you. Wake up. You're doing nothing with your life. And I was like, so he left that on a comment on one of my TikTok uh, videos. Yeah. And I, I'm not gonna lie, I got a little bit fired up at the start. Yeah. I was like, hang on, I only got fired up because I knew it was all wrong. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, hang on. So and then I was just like, I'm gonna project this back, and actually put the camera to my face and speak. I'm not gonna write back. I'm gonna fucking project my speaking mm. back so, video, so people can it, see yeah. my face. Yeah. So I basically just, I, I literally did it in a second. It was just instant. Yeah. I was just like, hey, brother, I hope you're well. So I, I wished him well, first mm-hmm. of all. Mm-hmm. Hope he's doing well in life. Yeah. And then I said, I did used to be a goose because I did. I, I, t- I tell people all the time, I used to be stupid. I used to treat people with no respect, all of that. Mm. So he, he got that right. And then I said, hang on, though, but you're you're now talking about drugs and steroids. I'm now... First of all, off gear, 
So I'm not I'm not using it. Mm. But not only am I not using it, I'm trying to speak on multiple platforms to help people not go down the path that I did with steroids and drugs. And you have to leave this silly comment. Mm. And I just put it out there, man. And honestly, man, I'm, I'm still getting messages about it. People mm. are just like- It went viral, didn't it? It's on him, bro. Mm. It, people are like, first of all, like, you look stupid. You're the drug dealer. You know mm. what I mean? Mm. And you're still a drug dealer probably. Yeah. So it was just a great way to put it back that- You responded with love. Yeah, but that's and, that's and, how we got to respond to every hater. Yeah, we respond with love and humility. Yeah. So I do it all the time. I challenge them. I go, mate, nothing but love. You won't yeah. get a hate out of me. Mate, I wish you the best. Haters need hugs. But I never used to do – you wouldn't have done that no, yourself in never. the past. We would have backfired. I was reactive. And, I was reactive, but that's what haters want. Yeah, 100%. And if I had a reaction and said, fuck you, blah, 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 he would have come back. Mm. It wouldn't have looked professional. Do you know what I mean? Fucking game of tennis. Hundred percent. And it's you'd never get anywhere with a hater. That's what people didn't realize. Mm. You can go back and forth for a day, months, weeks. Mm. They're never going to give in because that's what they want. Mm. They want that banter. So if you just and and it's validation. It's validation. Good or, uh, validation, good or bad. Like the worst thing you can ever do to a hater is respond. Mm. Or but if you respond with love, that nullifies them. And that's what I've started to learn is just wish everyone well. You don't know what's going on behind someone's eyes, like behind their life. And that's what you got to realize. You got to treat everyone with kindness is someone might be angry with you or someone might hate you, but you really don't know what's going on in their life. They could have just had a death last night in the family. Mm. So they're they're not actually angry at you. Mm. They're angry at what's happening behind their life. So you wish them well, exactly like you said, mm. and you move on with your life. And I often think to myself, I thought about it the other day, I'd rather them taking their shit out on me than some disabled kid mm. or some kid that's on the verge of suicide and they push them over. But that's what happens, and that's why we have so many suicides right now. I'd rather you know that. I, mean? I, I, I sort of think, fuck, I'm glad you're doing this to me and not some some kid that's on the edge. Because not everyone's strong like me and you, Russ. Yeah, yeah. Not everyone has that mentality where... Yeah. We know we're not going to commit suicide now, but mm. there's people out there that they might have got that comment, that exact same comment, and they just feel like the world's going to end. Well, mm. fuck that. I don't need to live. Mm. They take their life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We have a real problem with suicide at the moment, and you and I, it's good that we're both we're both freely talking about this, you know, and, and suicide's affected my – you, you know plenty of friends and I, I know plenty of friends, and, you know, I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot of suicide in prison. What do you say to that person that's you know, just about to do it right now? What do you say to that person? It's, it's, it's very hard. I, I, I always switch back to the 24-hour analogy. Yeah. I think just the – the fact that you've got so much more ahead of life, and that's what people don't realize, is that I don't care if you're 40 or 20 or 60, if you do not take your life in this current present time, Mm. you realistically, you have so much more ahead of you. Mm. People, you know, once people- I'm glad I never took my life. But you know, once people hit an age barrier, they Mm. think- oh, my time's done. Yeah. Like people would look at you and they'd be like 50, uh, nearly nearly ready for retirement. Yeah. Fuck that. You're yeah, in your I'm best just... shape. You're, you're happy. You're healthy. Mm. You're not sitting in a cell. Mm. Do you know what I mean? If oh, you can man. look at that current time when it's like I'm about to take my life, but if I don't and I move ahead, how much I have ahead in life and life's a gift. We can do whatever we want with it. 
I think that should excite you enough not to take your life. 100%. My thing was like, you know, I made a decision. I said, well, I either take my life or I fully apply myself to the life I have. That's that's full on. I love that. Yeah. I fully apply myself to the life I have. And I, and, and part of that was I said, that's it. I've got to fucking start healing because I don't want to be feeling like this. And I don't want to be projecting this feeling onto other people around me because I isolate. I don't go and hang around people. I don't go and hate on people. I isolate and keep my feelings to myself. But from that moment, man, fuck, I've done the work, man. I've got the pick and shovel out and the jackhammer. Yeah. And fucking, and I dug away in it. And, mate, that was the best investment I've ever made because I wake up some days today, like, and I can pinch myself with. And I think that gratitude, having that gratitude, mm. when you walk around and live your life in gratitude, like, gratitude is, Powerful. is, is the conduit to fucking happiness and peace. Once again, never used to be grateful for anything. Do you mm. know what I mean? Simple, simple thing like mum would serve me dinner on the table. Beautiful mm. home-cooked meal. Mm. Didn't fit my schedule and diet. Yeah. I, I would say, I don't want that. Mm. You know, it's just, you got to be grateful. Do you know what mm. I mean? Got to be, I, I, I put it up the other day. I'm grateful that I literally woke up this morning. Yeah. That in itself is powerful. What What if you woke up and you were, you died? Do you know yeah. what I mean? I think people just need to really just. Gratitude's everything. Man, I wake up, my pillow, I've, I've spent years in prisons fucking fighting to get a decent pillow. And I wake up in this fucking, I bought this $250 bamboo pillow <laughs> and I go, thank fuck you're here. But see, people don't look at the little things like that. Mm. They're too focused on what they don't have that. That's envy though. When you, I think a really, really bad thing for people to do is draw comparisons. That's fucking torture. It's the worst. Car- yeah. Comparison is the, the thief of joy. Yeah. And I say it all the time. Once I start comparing myself to someone else, I'm never going to be happy. Mm. So you just focus on you, you stay in your lane, mm. and that's how you get ahead in life. And just looking at things, walking around, and, and like I, my routine is I don't lay in bed for too long because fucking my fucking mental health, that's where it's. It pulls out the baseball bat, puts on the steel cap boots and puts on the knuckle dusters and comes at me. So I'll get straight out of there and I'll, write, I'll go straight to my desk and I'll write my gratitude list. And fuck, I'll do five things I'm grateful and then five things I intend to do. Then I'll go to the shower and this is where it gets fucking tricky because I flick the cold shower on and I'm fucking hesitating yeah. and then I just run into it and just yeah. fucking sh- – and I just – and it turns my motor on. But how much better do you feel after? Oh, man. It's the same as exercise. Mm. Yeah, you could just stop that alarm, sit in bed, but you know once you finish that workout, it's just it's a non-negotiable now. Mm. I know that I'm going to feel better when I get out of bed mm. and I move the body that even as hard as it is some days, like as hard as it is, I've got a very strong mindset. Mm. Just got to get it done. 100%. You know what I mean? You just got to get it done. Hundred percent. Get it done. And that's that thing, it's creating and winning. Get out of bed. That's one win. Gratitude list two. Shower three. That is create for me, it creates that winning formula. I'm off and running. It sets the pace for the day to create that winning formula. To the gym, train, coffee, train, work, bang, do my social media, do what I've got to do. Win, 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 win. And it just becomes a winning my life becomes a winning process. If you if you win the morning, you win the day. You hear it from the top end guys. But yeah. I'm the same. If I if I sit in bed and I isolate myself, I'm not going to lie. I go whack. Yeah, I yeah. go whack in the head. Do you know what I mean? I, I overthink stuff. I think about the past. I think that's a big key to people listening that are struggling right now is mm. just literally get out and get some fresh air. Yeah. That's 
because a lot of people that suffer with depression all that, that's what they I see them do. They sit down, they don't move, they take multiple medications. You know what I mean? They they put shit in their body, and then they don't actually move their body and get blood. Even flowing. worse, they get shit in their mind. What they listen to, they listen to negative people. They engage in negative fucking thoughts. And go, mate, I'll jump onto something like Dr. Joe Dispenza, yeah. neuroscientist or fucking Ed Milad or some of those. You know, uh, you know the cliche Tony Tony Robbins, but anything. That's going to fertilise your brain. Who do you get your inspiration from these days? Tell me. Yourself. <laughs> oh, thank you, mate. No. But no. Oh, seriously, who inspires you and, and what's, what are their traits that, you, that inspire you? To be honest, I don't have a single individual. Mm. There's many people. And yeah. one is yourself. I'm thank not you. bullshitting. Thank you. Just people that they talk the truth, they put out valuable information, there's nothing negative going on that like we, we we have negative stuff going on in our life, but they don't project it to other people or social mm. media. Mm. And people that help um one another. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So if you if you help someone, you're giving out some good information, you're a genuine fucking guy. You know what I mean? I, I mm. look up to that. Whether you're yeah. fucking whether you're you know what I mean, whether you're Gary V or some normal person, I think it's just basic, decent honesty and skills mm. that that I look up to. Yeah. Same here. I I look at people that give to the community. I look at people that are community assets. I look at people that just are doing something really nice. Yeah. I think giving back and helping is probably my my main goal in life right now. Mm. And when you said you you we were talking a while back and you said you go to the jails and you you help the African kids out and stuff like that. Yeah, like, you, want, you didn't hesitate. You want to get straight on that. But to me, when you said that, I fucking look up to that. Like oh. it's an hour out of your day, but do you know how many people don't give back to the community? Yeah, they don't do anything, and it's like imagine. But they're, if, but they're the same people that bag people. Yeah, I get a lot of people look down at me because I'm a criminal, right? And but you've moved on. Yeah, and I'm the same. I get people look down at me because of my past, but we're not our past. Mm. It's hard. I want to ask you, how do you deal with that? So how yeah. do you deal with so many people talking about, you know, you, you rob multiple banks, mm. you're in prison, you're well known for that. How do you how do you move on from that if someone yeah. projects that when you're walking down the street? Oh, they never say anything to me. I'll tell you yeah. something, I get haters on social media. I get plenty of people coming to the street and go, I love you. But it just shows you the character of those people who bag you because I'll never say nothing to your face. Yeah. It shows you the, the, I don't know, it shows you what's in their heart. Yeah. It's normally a coward. But, you know, have a lot to say. Oh, I always get this one. I'll tell you what, I'll put up a post. I've never come across so many fucking tellers that have been in my bank robberies. Every time I put up a post, they go, I was a teller in your bank robbery. I and, and, really? Uh, yeah. And I go, come on now, that story's getting old. Fuck. You know, and, and the person's like 21. Last really? Bank, and the last bank I robbed was like 10 years ago, so... Or tw- you know what I mean? So they would have been 11 years old working as a teller in the bank. Just yeah. just bullshit. Yeah. So people make up stories and they make up lies to sort of make you look bad. And that's not okay. Sorry is a word, right? But sorry is not a word. Sorry is an action. Mm. You know, remorse is a definite action. I Look what I've done with survivors. The Voice of the Survivor, we've got 16,500 people who begin their healing journey. That's remorse, helping those people. That's true remorse. That's not going, oh, look, I've said a th- I've said sorry a thousand and one times. I'll say it a thousand and two because fucking, oh, heck, the fucking, fucking nobody. 
Needs Sorry, it doesn't mean anything without action. I owe apologies to no one, no more, right? I've done my apology. I've done my jail. I owe no one nothing. Yeah. I'm in surplus now, the work I've done. I, I was with this girl and someone was on social media going, oh, and she just, she went off her head. She goes, you don't know that person in Apollo. And I tell them, I say, mate, you're nothing. So if you expect, people have this tendency to think that you've done wrong to them. Yeah, I get it and all the done, time. And, you know, you've done wrong to yourself. Yeah. The person you've hurt the most is yourself. And they believe that you fucking owe them an apology. Nah. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> it's true, though. The only person you've really hurt is 100% yourself. Yeah. And secondly, your family. Yeah, yeah. And that that's it. You know what I mean? And, you know, if anyone else is talking to you about your past and 10 years ago, that's bullshit. You know what I mean? It's, once again, I don't think the world's ever going to change. You get a Jackson, you get a lot. You're a good-looking bloke, got a good physique, the women love you, you know what I mean? Black people, men in general, the redneck hillbilly is going to target you. They're going to go, oh, look at this lover. That's that mentality. Oh, he gets the girls I'll never be able to get. But do you reckon that's because they're not happy with themselves? 110%. Yeah. I got it the other day, man. I, I, I literally, I was shocked. I was out for dinner and um, two people were like, your teeth are so white. So and I get it all the time. No, but it's it's such, it's fucked. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, let's be honest. Do you want yellow teeth? Like, do you want grotty teeth or do you want nice looking teeth? Oh I can guarantee God. you anyone out there, if I said you could have a nice pair of teeth, they would take the teeth. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? But then they have to hate on me because obviously they look good. Not saying that's the pinnacle of why, why I have them, mm. but they hate and they go, well, they're so white. Like they're almost too white. Do I sit there and project and say you're missing a fucking tooth or you're – do you, you know what I mean? like a cassowary. 100%. It's just, <laughs> it's like we don't, but you don't project it back because it's uh, on them. I say it's so bad, man. Like women on other women, women to other women are, oh, Hectic. man, next level. Yeah. Oh, look at her eyebrows. Look at her fucking eyes. Look, look fuck at her lips. <laughs> you know what I mean? Leave her alone, man. She's just doing her best. You but know if this world, if we all supported one another oh. and we all complimented one another. Yeah. Could you imagine how much of a better place this world would oh, be? Of course. You know, part of some of my intentions of the day, and I might write it up and it'll come up tomorrow, is part of my, my intentions, obviously, would be to train, to walk, at minimum 14Ks. But one of my intentions was to give out at least five compliments to strangers. Yeah. Every day? Or? Yeah, oh, not all, every day, yeah. but, but that'll be, I might do it three times a week. That's so, a good one. So my intentions today are to give... Uh, fight, you know, mate, fuck, geez, you know, you, you know you, you're doing well or whatever. Someone's powering into a walk or or whatever. Some bricklayer's yeah. doing it, mate. So that looks like tough work, mate. Good on you, man. You're keeping the fucking the country turning, you know what I mean? Just recognising someone who's doing something. And you know what? You could change the course of their day, man. That could put yeah. – I'll tell you what, I haven't, when I've done it, I've never had anyone go, I'll oh, go fuck yourself. It's never. always someone say, oh, mate, thanks, or, or whatever. Someone's appreciated, oh, mate, you made my day. Imagine if everyone said five compliments or send messages to someone on your phone and say, hey, mate, I just want to know, let you know. Danny Green does it to me. Yeah. I, I, I do it. That's that's one of my staples. I try and make someone's day every single day that I don't know. Mm. So I, I will message a random, mm. not in my friend list. could be anyone. Just mm. It could be – it's fucking – it's so simple. That's powerful. You could walk down the street and you could just say – Hey, have a beautiful day. They don't even respond, mm. but you've done your thing, and I guarantee they'll walk away with a lighter, 
better aspect on the rest of their day. 100%. So... Danny Green, I'll get a text from him. I just want to let you know I'm thinking of your brother and, and oh, oh, Mick Gatto. Mick yeah. Gatto the, he's meant to be the godfather of Australia. He's such a beautiful soul. But that's again. the thing. If if I actually text Danny the other day. If Danny and Mick Gatto can text you and these guys are – obviously they're receiving hundreds of texts and calls mm. and they're very popular, mm. why can't some – random just fucking give the time back. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like they think they don't have enough time to fucking give someone a compliment. Yeah. It, that's bullshit. Yeah. So, ja- Jackson, can you just explain what, what sort of drugs and, and why were you using drugs? What what did you start with? Obviously, Gateway Pot. Yeah, so just just your street drugs when I, when I started out, you know, weed, MDMA, all of that. Mm. But then I didn't really find a – a benefit out of that because my benefit was always trying to impress people and mm. even when I was heavily addicted to drugs and gear mm. I wasn't like that that junkie you know what I mean I was always active I was always still fueling myself with good food mm. it was it wasn't like a gateway to almost escape from reality it was just it was a different aspect you mm. know when people use drugs and they they're all down and they it, they're trying to get away from their day and all of that. Mm, escapism, yeah. Yeah, I was doing it for a different reason. Like my drug was never like. What sort of drug? What was your drug of choice? My drug of choice was steroids. Yeah. Test like I, I've used every steroid you can think mm. of, and I just got so addicted to it because you know yourself. Once you start to get a little bit mm. of progress in the gym, you look a bit better. You get a bit leaner. You know your strength goes up. You recover better. Mm. It's like, why don't I just why don't I just stay on? Mm. And that that was the that's the mentality of all mm. drugs. It's like like p- p- steroids in perspective. Testosterone replacement therapy is a good thing for the people with depression. Hundred percent. Right. And this is where it's a fine line between. I've had a lot of people reach out that what I talk about and like a you TRT. Talk about a, you talk about abuse. I'm talking about abuse. We could talk about weed at a clinical dose from a doctor. Is probably good for someone with anxiety or depression or PSTD or do you know what I mean? Mm. But I guarantee you if they're smoking 20 bongs a day for 20 years, nah. they're going to have some side effects. And that's the message that I want to get out is that if you abuse steroids and you don't get off them, mm. there will be a cost. Yeah, It's not the fact that if you just do and one- I, I, And I think there's a lot of, de- when you do abuse them, there's like a lot of depression associated with that abuse. Mm. I, I like to relate it to everything in life, though. If you abuse anything, mm. and it's true, if you abuse anything, there'll be there'll be a side effect. Yeah. Anything. If you drink too much water in a day, there'll be a fucking side effect oh, at the your end. kidneys will go. But that's what people don't understand. It's I think it comes down to balance. Mm. It's balance in life with everything. Mm. It Balance is a big word, but it's, it's very important. And I try to balance everything out now in terms of even work-related stuff, catch up with friends. Whatever I do, you know what I mean? Food, if you can just balance a little bit of everything, it's that's that's the key to life, not yeah. doing anything to the extreme. Yeah, for sure. And I think mindset, let's step into a mindset a bit. I think the importance of that mindset, and that's this thing about stepping away from the crowd that say you can't do it. Like I've had so mm. many people. I had a psychologist, a professor psychologist tell me in prison that I was a million to one shot at turning my life around. And you turned it. And I fucking said, it's funny because I was a bit hurt by it. I was going, fuck, I don't want to accept this. And I, and in my mind said, I don't have to accept that. I don't yeah. have that. That's a choice if I accept it mentally. But my mindset went, fuck this, I'll prove him wrong. Yeah, and that's that's the way I think. 
But someone turn else's, on, and I, I talk about turn on your motor, mate. Mm. How did how did you turn? How did you flick that switch? Turn that motor on and just and I looked and I just I don't know. I had a, a vision of how I wanted my life to be. I didn't want it to be a prison cell. Yeah, I wanted it to be and and the life I've envisioned I've got today. Yeah, that moment that life that I vision a nice place to live. You know, a nice place, a nice like a nice bed to sleep in, and and you know, I, I used to have this vision. I want this really nice lounge that I can sink in, and I've got it. I've got that lounge, yeah. a big TV that I can watch TV, which I don't really watch much TV on. Two days after he said that to me, I went bang. I was I said, "Fuck that! I'm not accepting that. I am turning. Turn, I'm turning on my motor, and I turned on my motor, and I had a vision." And I went bang. I created the dream, and I went fucking bang. And then I created the steps that were going to take me to get there. And one of them steps was no drugs, positive mindset, negative people, wipe them like a dirty ass, you know. Had the, three, to get, the three that I did too. Yeah, I have to go. But see, you you had a vision. Most people have a vision, but the the fact that you set the daily, like, you set the little steps, I think that's where people go wrong. Mm. So they go, oh, well, Russ has gone from in a prison cell to where he is now. And that they look at that like you want that life, mm. but they don't look at all the little implements you took along the way. It, mm. You won't just get out of prison tomorrow, and now you're you know you're living where you no. are. Mm. That's what people don't understand. There's a process behind it, and I've fucking grinded for years to spiral out of where I went to get to here, but people just think it's like, oh, he's just you know it's just switched his life mm. around. It's a lot more to it. Do you know what that, I mean? But- but the best thing you've got to be is honest with yourself. Mm. You, if, you, if you're setting your limitations low, you've got to be honest with yourself. They're too fucking low. I've got to send them higher. I'm not limited there because I'm limited here. And that's about always being better than you were yesterday. And that's that whole thing about I, I don't get limited by other people's expectations of me. I'll go fucking, well, their expectations are, my family's were, not bagging my family, you get a job in a factory, and if you make it to the leading hand, it's it's a pretty good result. Mm. I said, "Fuck, they don't want to own the factory." Yeah, and, and the one next to it, and the five factories down the road. <laughs> That's what I want. I think so many people lim- limit themselves in life, mm. but you can't let other people limit. That's the worst. You can limit no yourself. As soon as you let someone else limit you, you're fucked. Life is so cool, man. Like I, I think manifestation. I'm oh, big into massive. manifestation right now. Yeah, um, like. Big man. Like, yeah. I'm talking to the point where I'm manifesting every night mm. and shit's happening the next That's day. That's weird. And it's fucking weird. I'm not going to lie, bro. I'm very grateful to be on your podcast. Yeah. I didn't think I'd be on it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And it's like, well, now I'm on this and it's like, we'll do that. Well, what, what can I go to next? Yeah, yeah. And that's the same with you. It's like we were yeah. talking. It's like who can you get on? Yeah. Is there really anyone you can't? Yeah. If we manifest that and we put the tools into play and we put out good fucking yeah. episodes – why can't you get Mike Tyson on? Why can't yeah. you get Joe Rogan? Yeah. And this is the mindset I have now. Like, sky's the limit, bro. 100%. It's crazy what you can do. Mate, everything I manifest. Um, <laughs> it was funny. I, it was a certain type of car. It was a performance car. And I used to sit in my jail cell and I used to think, and I'd go, what's the steering wheel feel like? And I'd squeeze it with my hands. And what does a lever smell like? Yeah. When I bought that that goal was a three-year goal. And I bought it within a, I got it within a year. When I've been out of jail three years, I want to buy this certain car. I'm not going to say it because I, I'm not a skider. The day I'd been out of jail a year, I went and bought it and a pretty flash wide cash, right? Because I'd been working really fucking hard and I wasn't taking shortcuts. And when I sat in it, I was like, I've been here before. Yeah. I remember that Because it's already played through your head multiple mm. times. 
Dr. Joe Dispenza, the neuroscientist, talks about it. Fucking dream it, feel it, and when you get there, you've done it. Yeah. You've been there. It's, it's one of my favorite quotes, dream it, believe it, achieve it. Yeah, yeah. You break sure. it into analogy, it's it's straight up, you know what I mean? It's yeah. my first tattoo I ever got. And I, I put it on me for a reason, that if I look at it every single day, I'm not going to give in. I'm not mm. going to give in in life because I've tattooed it on me. Mm. So I've got a dream. I'm chasing my dream right now, which is to help people and do what we're doing literally right now. Mm. I believe in myself. So many people, they don't believe in themselves. So they have that dream, but they go, oh, well, I can't jump on Russ's podcast. He's too big for me. Mm. So they've, they've already lost it. Yeah, they're, 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 they've they've already told themselves they can't do it. Yeah. So then you you dream it. But then the flip side of that is when you tell yourself you're gonna do it, that's what happens. Yeah. I'll tell you a funny story. I was with a guy and I was living down in Coffs Harbour, and I said I'm going to be on a strange story. And he goes, How do you know that? Have you got context? I said, No, I just reckon it's going to get in, you know, interesting enough. Yeah. Another mate of mine rings me and he goes, Oh mate, it's a bit worried. He thinks you're spinning. You're spinning out. And he said, because well, you're telling him you're going to be on Australian Story. I said, no, I'm going to be. And long story short, two years later, I was on Australian Story. Yeah. Because ABC, ABC's Australian Stories, one of my favourite shows. And I just love it. Love that show. It's just an amazing show. Autobiographical. YouTube at Russell Mann's Australian Story. Have a look at that. And, man, and when I got there, I'd been there before. The questions they were asking me is what I expected them to ask me. I think everyone listening right now should set a goal. 100%. Ha- have a fucking dream, set a goal, and have a good crack at it and chase it. Because if you truly have a crack at it and you manifest and you know that you can Manifestation achieve it. Manifestation is fucking real. I'm here, I mean, I used to think it was a hippie word. No. Pull out the tambourine and fucking <laughs> rattle a tambourine and manifest together and hold hands. That's fucking real, man. I cannot tell people hard enough how real it is. Sit there and just vision it. Close your eyes. When I was a kid, I was a daydreamer. I used to get fucking knuckled, fucking smacked on the knuckles for that. I was a manifester. I think so many people, there's a difference though with manifesting. It, it's like apply, like you have to actually believe it and apply. Yeah. And so many people, they, they do that manifestation. They do the affirmations, the gratitude, but they don't actually put it into practice. They just say it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's a difference. 100%. It's like It's like posting a quote. Mm. But you don't mean it. Yeah. You just post it for, oh, someone might reply to the story. Mm. If you truly fucking, everything you project and say or anything that goes through your mind, if you fucking mean it and you actually visualize it, mm. that's when it starts to happen. You can't just go, oh, shut my eyes for a second. I want to have a Lamborghini tomorrow. Do you know what I mean? There's mm. a difference. Yeah. And that's what people don't realize. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. No. Nah. Work the process. It's like anything, right? Grab an orange. A really fucking nice orange, and put it in your hands, and be, and then think back at how that orange come right. So it come from a tree, mm. and it fucking developed on a tree, and think about the process of that orange, right? And fucking sit there and be grateful for that fucking tree for better. giving you something fucking good. Yeah, because I'll tell you something. I was in jail for years, and we never had oranges. And I'll tell you what, when I got a fucking orange, I was grateful for it. Yeah. I was so, I was saying, man, I looked at that orange and I, and I squeezed it and I went, fuck, I'm, man, I'm just about the, this thing. It's like mango <laughs> season. Yeah, I'm, I'm just uh, so grateful for yeah. something so fucking simple. So simple. But when you sit back and you do it like a mango, like same deal, I was putting your hand and go, reverse it. Where did it come from? And thank the fucking tree for giving you yeah. a fucking something that's so beautiful. Yeah. And tastes so fucking good. But it's everything. Like, 
I'm so grateful I'm sitting in a studio right now. Like, I'm so grateful we're drinking clean water. Do you know how many people around the world don't even have access to water? Yeah. Like, when you fucking look at shit like yeah, that, yeah. it's like... Man, I was in Fiji and the, and, the, and the thing that the Fijian housekeepers and that wanted were the bottles that were left over so they could fucking carry their water. Yeah. To, back to their villages. And I said, what can I give you? I'm fucking my clothes and whatnot. I said, no, can we just have the empty bottles? And when I bought them jerry cans, like, fuck, you know mm. what I mean? Like, man, that puts things in perspective. When you, well, another one I think of, when I'm having a bad day, I think, fuck, you know, I've got kids, I've got two boys, right? And I think, fuck, I'm so glad my kids are healthy. Imagine being one of those parents sitting in a fucking leukemia ward with your kid mm. and there's nothing you can do. Yeah. Or your kids are drug addicts or they're 100%. going to, and that's, that's kind of what spiraled my life around. I was like, I could see the heartache in my parents, you know what I mean? And I was like, they they produced me. So, you know what I mean? W- without them, I wouldn't be here right now. Yeah. And what I'm going to I'm going to show disrespect to them and if you can't do something in life to make your parents happy, then I don't really think there's any point of living because they're the reason that you're here. So, if you're going to disrespect your parents, do you know what I mean? I think that's the that's the lowest of low in life. Mm. And so many people do it. They don't respect their parents, but mm. it's something I've even grown up to right now. And I just, something simple like give your mum a call, you know, if you're listening or your dad a call oh, and just say you love them. Do you know how much they'll fucking appreciate that? Man, if you've got a parent, if your mum's still alive and your dad's still alive, be grateful because my mum was the most amazing fucking rock solid, toughest, staunchest human. When I say tough, what she lived through and what I put her through, Man, she's tough, and uh, man, and I'll tell you, I miss her daily, and I just think, man, it's one of those things. And a big shout-out to the mums and dads out there battling with their kids that are going through drug addiction oh, or prisons or, 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 or mental health problems. And that. Man, a big shout-out to you guys for, man, the tolerance and the, the I don't know, the, the resilience that you guys show, man, because, you know. But if anyone there has still got their mum and dad, man, bring them, man, bring them fucking give them a hug, give them a cuddle and say, fucking, I love you, man, because... Tell you what, they're not here forever. Yeah. I put it up the other day on my story. I said, everyone, I just want you to do me a favor. I just want, I want you to just go. I just want you to wish your parents a beautiful day if you have them. Yeah. And the amount of interaction I got back, do you know what I mean? Just yeah. something so simple in life. Uh, and once again, we bring it back to simplicity and gratitude. Yeah. It doesn't have to be overcomplicated. Yeah. It's just it's just the simple little endeavors that make a massive difference in in people's life. Mm. Making an effort with people. That's what it's all about. Effort. Life's about it's making an effort with someone. If someone's fucking, they look down on someone unless you're helping them up. And it's, my mum lived by that. My mum used to say, if you haven't got nothing nice to say about someone. Don't say it. Don't say, don't say nothing at all. And it's getting live chats on TikTok or Instagram and the fucking haters jump, mate, fucking yeah. nothing. Block. Life, <laughs> that's the beauty about life. We're, it's, it's similar to social media. We've got a block button. Mm. Block. See you later. But outside of social media, yeah, we, we dictate who who enters our frequency. You know what I mean? We dic- we dictate everything, and that's what I think people need to realize is that you right now you dictate your friends. Yeah, you dictate who you follow on social media. You dictate who you listen to through audio books and podcasts. So if you can have all of these in a positive spectrum. Your life's going to be powerful. The negative ones don't get through the front gate. No way. They don't even enter. Mm. Don't get through <laughs> the front gate. You see your attitude, mate. Leave that fucking ego. Leave the bad attitude out the front. You're welcome in. You're welcome in. But, mate, everyone brings something to the table. 
You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Everyone brings something to the table. No one's eating here for free. <laughs> Another story I put up the other day. Sit with winners and the conversation will be different. Yeah, yeah. You know, sit with negative people. I guarantee you the conversation will be different. You're tuning in. It's crazy. Fuck Energy's that. everything. We talk about, like, people talk about, right, this, the, a big word at the moment is vibration. And people go, fucking vibration. It's vibration. It's just simply put, it's your energy that you put out. It's mm-hmm. what vibrates and re- emanates out of you coming out of you. It's not some sort of hippie word where you're fucking you're putting out a triangle and it's fucking zooming because it's fucking picking up your vibration. It's actually the energy, the positive energy that you put out. See, that's what people think with all these things, manifestation, vibration, gratitude, meditation. They think of it in the wrong way. Yeah. Because I used to think of it too, like, oh, go meditate. What? So I have to sit there in a yoga pose and, and hum. and yeah. That's not meditation. Do you know what I mean? Meditation mm. can come in the form of, Go for, go for a walk by yourself. That's mm. meditating. You're mm. meditating. Do you know Being what I mean? Being aware of your thoughts. Yes. Catching them thoughts and, and, and weeding. And it's like, for me, meditation is like weeding the garden, doing gardening. You weed out, you pull out the weeds, you see the growth, you water it here. You know what I mean? You know, you turn over the dirt. And that's, and that's for me, meditation is very similar to gardening. Yeah. I'm in my mind. Here I am. This is what I'm doing. And that, that thought there is no good. Throw that out. Put a few seeds here, and, and the fucking seeds come in the forms of you know positive podcast, whatever. My mm. life's about my whole mate, your whole day's about meditating. Really, when you yeah. think about it, it, a meditation is about awareness, being aware and having that awareness. What I see a, a lot in people is how unauthentic people are. Everyone's been a bad version of someone. Not everyone, but a lot of people are being poor versions of someone else. Mm. You know, I think with gratitude and meditation and all these things we're talking about is. There's no limit either. Oh, no. Do you know what I mean? No. So when you put gratitude, you say, oh, practice gratitude each day. You can practice that from the minute you wake to oh, the dude. minute you go to bed. You don't just have to be grateful that you're alive. You, if you do gratitude, everyone listening, if you do gratitude with every fucking thing that you go through today, mm-hmm. tomorrow, you just watch how good your day goes. Go and get blown, Everything. Away. Go and get blown away by nature. Go down the beach and go, fuck, how good's this? Literally. I go on these country drives and pull over. I want to. I don't want to drive past it. I want to fucking, I want to absorb it. Mm. I want to, like you drive past and see a nice mountain, I want to stop and absorb the fucking grandiosity of it, the fucking how beautiful that is. I don't want to go, oh, that was nice. I want to take it in. I want to take it in because it fills my heart. Yeah. I want it to fucking absorb me and go, yeah, oh man. Because when I'm full of gratitude, man, I am fucking Same. peaceful. I think the reason that myself and you, we are like this now and we're so grateful for everything we've just expressed is that we've hit the lowest of low. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So yours was a different low to me, but we've hit that low where it's like- Can I just tell you something now? I talked this about rock bottom's rock bottom. Mm. You, it doesn't matter if you're sitting in a fucking penthouse. Rock bottom is rock bottom. Yeah. Or you're sitting in a shit house. Rock bottom, it's the same place. Yeah. It's fucking hard on your ass. The seat at rock bottom is the same seat. Yeah. It's fucking doesn't matter if you're wearing fucking a fucking Louis Vuitton fucking jumper or whatever. It doesn't matter if you're wearing fucking Kmart. The same place, the rock bottom seat is the same seat. But people need to realize is that you need to turn your life around from that rock bottom. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So many people sit at that rock bottom for for years. They sit there. I, I've seen the men, but in- they normalise it. But they normalise it. They people, and it's like drama. People become comfortable in drama. It, that's what it is. It's comf- comf- 
comfortability, comfortability, however you fucking say it. Yeah, comfortability. But But you you know know what I mean? That's like people that are, they're drug addicts. They can spiral out of that. Anyone can. And this is what people need to understand. Do you know what I mean? You don't have to be living that life for the rest of your life. Uh, There's an answer. Same if you're in a dirty fucking shit relationship that you're not happy with your partner. Mm. I see it all the time. I get messages. Mm. We fight. We back and forth. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Leave it. Mm. Own up. Take take responsibility and fucking, you know, enjoy your life. Like mm. too many people, they just, they're comfortable. They don't want to break out. They're scared of failure. They're scared of what's on the other end. Mm. They, 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 they don't want the unknown. Yeah. yeah. Become comfortable. They become comfortable with what they know. It's like I remember reading philosophy when I was a kid. Oh, well, when I, was, I was actually not a kid. I was actually in jail. And there's a Plato was one of the greatest philosophers of all. And he talks about there's a thing in philosophy about it's a cave. And in caveman days, there was a, a, they had a fire at the front of the cave. And all the cavemen used to think the reflection were the gods. And the moral, and what happens? And one day, one bloke worked out. That's just our fucking reflection. So they killed him because people are scared of what they don't know. Yeah, they knew that way. They were happy with that way. So, but if anything, it's like life. People will kill off anything they don't know. Yeah. If you're doing something amazing, getting good results, they'll try to kill it off for you because they can't do it. They can't work it out. Mm-hmm. That's that's so, it's so it's so right. It's people will do that. People will fucking. It's like, mate, what we're doing, we're kicking, you know, kicking a few goals, making a few changes and inspiring people, but people will run us down for it. Yeah. Because they don't want to fucking change. They think they're perfect. They think their misery is fucking, because they're comfortable in their misery. They don't want a way out. But all, all we do is we just keep excelling and we keep yeah, doing what sure. we're doing. Oh, mate, fucking. Because you know what I mean? Like we, we can't have any negative thoughts uh, come into our heads because you look at how far you've come. I think that's enough reason not to go back, and 100%. that's that's why I I get a lot a lot of the time. Where do you find motivation? What? How do you train when you don't feel like training? I say to people, I look at how far I've come, like the darkest of darkest days. Mm. You know, almost entering jail, almost committing suicide, almost dying from kidney failure, and it's like I've come this far. What you think just because of a bad day? I just I'm a bit low on energy. Oh, I had a negative comment from him or her. You think I'm going to go back down that road? Fuck no. Do you know what I mean? Mm. We've come too far to go back, and mm. that's my motivation. Yeah, 100%. I walk around here sometimes and I see a prison van, and I think, thank fuck I'm not in that. Mm. I go, thank fuck, because I know Do you get a... triggers from that? No, I don't no. get triggers, but I, I, I get gratitude, if anything. Yeah. I get really, I get filled full of gratitude, because I just, I'm grateful and I'm not in there. I know, and it makes me realize the hard work I've done not to be in one of them. Yeah. Because it, it hasn't fucking been easy. I haven't, mate, I never got out of jail and anyone's fucking said, here's the keys to fucking success and happiness. Yeah. Mate, it doesn't happen. No, and I had to grab the pick and shovel and fucking start digging. And I got out of jail and I, I, I you know, I had a thing. I was going to work 12 hours a day, seven days a week for two years straight. And I did it. I achieved it. I had one day off. When I stopped to, to, to gather my thoughts, I went, you know what? This is all right. This is all right. I'm, 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 I'm progressing. And it, and I'd established a work ethic, but not just a work ethic from physical work, a work ethic on working on myself, which was even better than any fucking work ethic, you know, like as in, in occupation. It was, I was really good. I'd done a lot of work on myself and I just, I, you know, I think another good thing is journaling. I, I really think yeah. writing your thoughts down because when you write thoughts down, it get, you know, you plan it really nice and tight in your subconscious. Even internal work, mm. you know what I mean? Like actually finding out who you are, 
what you want to do in life. I said that to a girl last Seriously. night. I said, I said that to a girl, like this girl I was talking to, just a friend. I was talking to her last night. I said, who are you? Yeah. She so went, many. Oh. Do you know how you could, you could ask that to 100 people? 90 people won't know who they are or mm. what they want to do in life. Yeah, yeah. I said to her today, I was, at, I was at the pool and I said, what's your purpose in life? Have you worked out your purpose? And she goes, oh, I've got a lot of work to do. Mm. I said, no, it's not, it's not a lot of work to do. You've just got to find it and jump on the bus. Yeah. Anyone can. Mm. Anyone can find themselves. Anyone can turn their life around. Mm. I think that's the key message that we need to put out there. Yeah, it's important. It's, special, it's important to... Look, I look at the young ones today. I was, I was watching. I was out walking. I was seeing these bunch of kids, and I, I just, I just knew what was in their head. They're looking around. They're looking at yeah. people on the beach. I and see that. And they're looking at trying to scan their handbags. And I just said, "Hey, man!" I said, "Got talking to them." I was like, "Man, you know what? You don't have to do that shit. There's a lot of opportunities for you kids. Fucking kids can go and make two or three grand a week on TikTok." Yeah, literally. Mm. But see, the likes of you and myself that you're you're giving out that message. That's a role model. That's a positive. That that's what we need more of in life, mm. because you're you're that that ex criminal. You know what I mean. But mm. you're telling them not to do that. Mm. They look up to that a lot more than yeah. Some copper walking in with a fucking. Pad that's what saying. I mean. I think people look up to us when we express this because we've been there and done it. That if we can express it, hey, it's not cool to take drugs. You don't need to do that. Mm. I think people listen a lot harder. Mm. Find yourself early in life. That's the that's my message. It's like try to find who you are and what you find your purpose early in life. Apply a bit of passion to it, man. You'll never be lost. Mm. You'll never be lost when you know what your purpose is. You apply your passion, man. It might be fucking, I don't know, racing fucking go karts or whatever. But that's it is. the thing. It can be anything. Once that purpose is there, man, and you're chasing that dream, man. Oh man, that's when life know, gets exciting. It does because there's. You know, because you realise there's sacrifices to be made to 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 achieve that goal, you know, the, and there's commitment, and, and then you've got to study it. You've got to study what it is, and and w- the beauty about studying is that studying is a process of problem solving. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, and and when you when you're problem solving, that just applies in your life. You know, that's what people don't realise. And I hated maths at school. But maths was nothing to do with maths. Maths is about getting our mind to work out problem solving. Mm. That's what it was always about. That's what it's always intended. People say, oh, you know. But that's what it really is. It's, it's to, to gear us up for problem solving, you know. I always talk to people there. And they, people always point out the problem. I say, okay, you've got the problem. What's the solution? Yeah. You've, got this, you've come up with this amazing problem. I agree it's a problem. And you can identify it that easy, but what is the solution? And people do that to point people. They go, oh, this person's that. Okay, what's the solution for that person? How? What can you do to help that person change their problem? Because mm. we all suffer problems, mm. but not not people look at it like how you just explained it. Yeah. Where is there a solution to that problem? Yeah. People just go, that's the problem. It can't be fixed. Yeah. It's the same as the, the, the mindset. It's like, I want this in life, oh, but I can't achieve it. It mm. all starts with the mind and how you project and speak to yourself. Mm. It's, it's powerful. 100%. Mindset is everything. It's about what you do. Turn on your motor. Get into it. I've been in a relationship. You get in a relationship, that person wants to change you. I just want to be me. Mm. Yeah, they want to change you. You met me. You like me. Now you want to change me. Fuck, I'm just yeah. I'm hanging around. I'm being me for now. And um, anyway, go find someone else you can change. Yeah. And that's how it is. And it's... That's that self-respect thing, that self-worth stuff, you know. And um, you can point out all my problems, but you can't give me the solution. You just tell me I'm this, this, and that. And to anyone, don't allow that in your life. Fuck off. Mm. See you later. Boundaries. 
I talk about boundaries a lot, and I talk about boundaries are like the fly screens on your house. They stop the bugs from getting in, and they stop you from getting bitten. So when you've got boundaries with people, you say, hey, man, using drugs around me, doing crime around me is fucking not kosher. Fuck it off. I don't want it around me. It stops me from getting bitten. It stops the coppers turning up in my life. It stops other drug addicts coming into my life thinking there's a free ride here. Why do you think people don't set boundaries? Because they want to be people pleasers. Yeah. People pleasing is fucking so destructive. Yeah. People please. When you people please, you're gonna you're gonna get the same result as that person who's coming into your life to fucking destroy you. You're just allowing them mate, to walk in and walk all over you. A lot. So many people are people pleasers, and I just think, man, fuck that. Stand up, be heard. It doesn't matter if you can fight. It doesn't matter what. Just stand up, man. I ain't copping that shit. I ain't. I don't want that shit in my life. If you are a people pleaser, though, the thing is, you can please. I, I've done it. I've tried to please everyone. No, never be satisfied. Never satisfied. I've tried to fucking message everyone. I've tried to be liked by everyone. You, see, you, you never, you're never going to achieve that goal. So it's an infinite goal that it, it's done. You, you can try please as many people as you can. Not only that, half of those people are they going to remember you in a year's time, like ten mm. years time? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's wasted energy. It's wasted time. There's people nothing please. In it. There's nothing in it. I'm telling you. There's nothing I in it. I say for you. yourself. People please yourself. Yeah, yeah. Please your sure. fucking self. You're yeah, your own best please. investment. There's a line in a song. You can't please everyone, so just please yourself and fucking. And that's 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 the whole fucking game, man. You know, like man, I've done it. I got out of jail, man. I was looking after this person and that. You give them two hundred, they want to. You know, they're not happy. They like, want four hundred. They want four hundred. <laughs> yeah. Is that all? You, is that all you're giving me? You give people places to live, clothes and opportunities and they, and they think you're a cunt. Yeah. It's a sad yeah. world, man. Sad world. Jax, I think, I think we'll leave it there. We'll wind up. Yeah. Jackson Tippett, thanks for being on the stick up, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure. I love this chat. It was really good, free flowing. And, um, and I think a lot of people will benefit this. And hopefully a lot of young people will listen to this and, and, and take something out of it. Yeah. Even old people. Hope you have a good day. Have a cracker of a day. Have a fucking good day. But no, everyone listening, please go give, you know, stick up a follow. Give this a share. Go check out Russ's page. This is all for my fans. Um, He's doing, you know, incredible things. And yeah, if anyone enjoyed this, just give us some feedback. Leave a simple comment. comment. And and, and rate it on um, Spotify. Yeah, share it, rate it. Because us as content creators like me, me, myself and Russ... We're, we're doing this to give back to the audience. So yeah. if you can give back to us by, you know, giving it a share, it would mean a lot. So thanks yeah. for having me on, brother. No, and, um, not a problem. Appreciate it. Pleasure.